Let's just give her. As we always do. Damn right. Don't think about things too much, right? Trust me, that's even here, the best radio is made when you don't plan. Well, think about <clears throat> even food and nutrition. At the end of the day, I usually tell people, keep it simple. Like, don't think about it too much. Maybe that's how we'll start episode 40. I've been recording for the last, oh. or sorry, it's 39. <laughs> I've been recording for the last few minutes. It's another episode. <laughs> we'll see how we, maybe we'll cut this up. Yes, as always, we're talking at the beginning of our podcast, having some fun, having a little bit of conversation, pre-podcast well, conversation. I'm a little um, anal sometimes, Drew. Do you, no. know, you know? That's a family trait. Learned that from my wife, your sister. I think I'm a, I'm a little go with the your flow mom. sometimes. Your mom. What about you? Have Manisa. Okay, you know what? Let's not be that mean. Okay, let's start again. Uh, yeah, but you know, it's a family trait. No yeah. offense. Yeah, well. Anyways, <laughs> here we go. Episode 39. I want to say 40 because I'm so excited. I almost said it before. We we're just about to start recording and I wanted to say 40. We're not there just yet. Not there Episode yet. 39 of Healthy You with Andrea and Drew. Building it up, Drew. Building, Building it up. up. And if you're new to listening to this podcast, welcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is uh, absolutely amazing if I do say so myself. <laughs> No, we have a good time chatting. You're the professional. I'm a guy who just kind of likes to learn a few things and just chat. I like to talk a lot, obviously. And whatever, we we say this all the time, we always just touch on the surface of whatever said topic is. And we've talked about, well, 38 different things over the the last uh, little while. Um, Today, I want to ask about something that I'm going to say a word that I know you don't like very much. Uh I'm going to say diet. Okay. Because it's out there all the time. Yeah. We know that. We've talked about that to no end. It's the way to identify different things that anyone can try, right? Exactly. So as much as we don't like the word and sometimes diet trends can be not so good for you. No. I'm going to ask about it just because uh, there are so many diets out there. Yep. And sometimes they actually seem to work for people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, you know, you could you can talk about any diet. You could talk specifically about keto or uh, what was the other one? Paleo. Atkins or oh, yeah. Paleo. Yeah. Yep. It doesn't matter. Whichever one it is. Celery juicing. Celery juicing, which we just chatted about not <laughs> too long episode ago. Episode 37. Yes. So, again, whichever diet, you see someone on it and they lose a ton of weight. Mm-hmm. And you see their neighbor doing the exact same diet and it doesn't work. Yep. And seemingly they're doing the same thing. Now, seemingly. Seemingly. Um, at the same time, you, you see it working for person A and not for person B. Sometimes it works for person A and it just works. Yep. Sometimes person A loses a lot of weight. They yeah. become person Z because they've <laughs> lost so much weight, but then they put it all back and they're yep. back to person A again. Yep. So it's just interesting how some diets seem to work. Some don't for some people. And sometimes yep. you just go back to the to way, the you, way were. you were and then some. So. First of all, again, you never know what is happening behind closed yeah, doors. Yeah, and that's why I stress that. Yeah, <laughs> but kind of going to wear my nerdy science hat here. Have you ever heard of nutrigenomics? What do you think? 
I'm going to go with no. Of course not. <laughs> You'd be well, correct. Well, <laughs> a lot of research comes out of U of T. That's why I ask as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because um, I'm reading all those U of T articles all the time <laughs> and the studies. But go on. <laughs> so um, nutrigenomics actually is, is a relatively new. And about 10 years ago, we started getting information and more research on the Human Genome Project, which is a, a big one out there for anyone who, you know, is a science kid nerdy like me. Um, But what it really allowed us to look at is how people's genes or our our own genetic, our individual makeup um, impacts certain different things of our lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Okay. So not only food and nutrition, but also activity and exercise and how we may um, not only gain or lose weight, but also how our body metabolizes certain foods. Mm-hmm. So it's when, uh, like, when all those people say, "Well, it's it's just genetics." Exactly. Yeah, but is yeah, it? <laughs> it's my genetics. Is it? Is it? Well, that's that's something that we, you know, people say it, and you yeah. see celebrities talking about it as well. Yeah. And you and you know you have people all the time saying, "Oh, my friend ate four scoops of ice cream and doesn't do like nothing happens to her," and mm-hmm. I have one scoop, and you know, and it goes right to my hips. And first of all. I think we may have talked about this on a number of podcasts before, but when you almost eat something that you think is a bad food and you're telling yourself, I shouldn't be eating this. This is so bad. You're technically holding on to that extra, extra. Mm -hmm. Okay. You're, when you just eat something because you want it and it makes you feel good and stuff like that. There's a lot of research when you kind of like, let it go yeah. <laughs> and feel, you know, and just enjoy life that people actually start losing weight or, or whatever the, the goal might be. But, um, but yeah, so we've all heard about genetic uh, or obesity being a genetic predisposition. Yes. And the reason I said celebrities, because, uh, in, in preparing for this, we talked yeah. about a very specific example. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, that's Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. She said she turned her life around and she said that she lost the weight and started eating well and exercising often. And she just thought that she was meant to be bigger because her family was, but exactly. she was able to do it even exactly. though she thought she was genetically predisposed to being larger. I love her story. I remember when, you know, you know, cause every, every celebrity who ends up losing weight is always on the topic of discussion. And she was just so real. And she said, listen, I, I ate this certain way and I didn't realize that it wasn't as balanced. And I started exercising more, but I thought that, you know, growing up like that, um, was the normal kind of thing. So, um, you know, as dietitians, as researchers, as scientists, we know that there's no one size fits all. And we know that because the rate at which diets have shown to fail for, you know, a large sample size of people is just, you know, give it a good six months to a year and we finally get that information. But unfortunately, at that point, People have jumped onto something and, you know, think that it's going to be the be all and end all. Um, but even, have you ever heard, heard of um, uh, eating for your genotype? No. Maybe. So no. again, <laughs> lots of books at, out there. It's actually now a multi-million dollar industry. And part of it is factored into this, you know, understanding the human genome project and nutrigenetics. And basically um, what we know is that when you look at specifically at carbs and fats and how they're metabolized, um, 
we know that certain things such as stress and sleep and exercise actually have a bigger impact mm-hmm. um, on how these these macronutrients, what we call them, are metabolized, which is a good thing mm-hmm. because that's not really genetic. Yeah, well, I was just going to say, that's that's lifestyle as yeah. opposed to genetics. Yeah. So so I kind of diverge here. I go from nutrigenomics, which is us understanding that um, certain foods will metabolize different, but then we also really have to factor in, because it's not a one-size-fits-all. We have to factor in, well, how are you managing stress at work? Because mm-hmm. we can know everything about our genes and our genetics and do this test, which is available, Right. But if you're not factoring in those other lifestyle modifiers, which have a bigger impact, so it seems, um, you might not be successful. So I actually did the nutrigenomics test. Oh, gosh. I want to say about six six years ago. Let's say six years okay. ago. Okay. Um, <laughs> it was exactly six yeah. years ago whenever you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I forget about that sometimes. Sorry, Drew. Um, and that's why you're here to remind me. But anyway, I did the test, and it was just interesting because, for instance, it showed that um, my genes are more predisposed to turning fat into like a saturated fat. Mm-hmm or sorry, turning fat into a bad cholesterol than a good cholesterol. Now, I don't eat a a ton of, you know, trans fats and saturated fats. But what was interesting is that heart disease does run in my family. So it's just something to be aware of that, okay, if your gene expression um, turns your the fat that you eat in food into bad cholesterol a little quicker than some other people who I don't know who the other people are, but just kind of as an example, just, you know, be mindful of that. So A, yes, you can always watch your fat intake, but what are some other lifestyle factors that help to lower cholesterol? Exercise, Mm -hmm. you know, managing stress, um, and sleeping properly too. Um, All things we've done podcasts on, but yeah. yeah. (laughs) But it's just, it was just interesting for me to do the test and, and know deep down that, okay, my cholesterol levels are great, but yeah, you know what? Dad, no, no, they have high uh, heart disease and, you know, higher cholesterol and whatnot um, or whatever it might be. And and it's just something to be mindful of. So, um, you know, it, it comes down to everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just I'm, I'm hearing it as it's yet another thing that we talk about balance. Yeah. Because there's these factors that could be there. Yep. They are good to be aware of, yep. but there's all the other things you've already touched on. And that's that's the reoccurring theme of virtually every podcast. Yep. Balance. It's the balance, but it's also with respect to like if you're really, really caught by the diet culture and like the newest fad and let me try this or let me pour my money into this supplement or, you know, that pill or this celery for whatever – um, it's just, it's, it's time for you to kind of look at the research that is behind it. Cause nutrigenomics is, I'm not going to lie. Like it's got a ton of research behind it and it's good information to mm-hmm. know, but you also just have to like, be honest with yourself, be honest with yourself and ask yourself, what type of person are you? Meaning. Yep. Are you active? Are you not? Are you the, the kind of person that eats out a lot and so on and so on and so right. on? Right. But also what type of person are you in the form of the kind of support that you need? Oh, yes. Right. Definitely. 
And I tell my clients this, I'm like, unfortunately, when you leave my office or I leave your home, whatever, I don't stay attached at your hip, right? But are you the type of person who needs to book in our next appointment, you know, in two weeks time? Or are you someone, thanks so much, I'm going to work on this for the next six months, and then I'll give you a shout back. And, you know, and that's what I mean with also being honest. Like, do you need that little bit of extra support? Drew, won't lie. Financial stuff? It's like, like, I don't know, brain, brain surgery to me kind of thing, yeah, right? Yeah. It's not something that I get really, really well or even understand. So I know that I need to check in with my financial planner or my coach, you know, every so often to keep me on track. Mm-hmm. Nutrition stuff, I got it good. So I don't really need a coach yeah, on that, and, right? And there's no problem in being someone who needs a little bit of uh, extra coaching or a little bit more motivation or Absolutely. whatever it may be. Yep. So Everyone's a different personality. Exactly. And and again, no diet is one size fits all. So that's what I kind of mean on that. It does fact, you know, you do have to factor in the balance of so many things in life, but you also have to just ask yourself, like, am I ready to do this? Commit to me and and work on it that way. Well, there you go. I think my voice is cracked. <laughs> Maybe we should check your genes for that. Yeah, I think my genes are getting tighter. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. You meant genetics. I get you, get you. All right. Well, that was an interesting one. <laughs> what? It, what? That is, it, I, I'm being I'm being serious. That yeah, is an interesting one. I taught one. you something. Well, you have. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know what? I'm, if someone uses that excuse, it's their genes. I'm going to say, well, that's just a small factor. You have to listen to podcast 39 to yep. get 0.5%. And if they want to dig deeper... They can hit you up. AndreaFalcone.ca. That's right. And the one that we've been waiting for because I keep thinking we're already there. Number 40 is coming up soon, so we will chat again soon.